Hey, no competition. Hey, no competition. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Big T, a.k.a. Terrence Tennant, founder and creator of No Competitions, No Competitors, The Brand, and you are now tuned into the No Comp Podcast, Sports and Health, Wellness, Health, Wellness, and Sports. Whichever one I say, you know what I'm saying? You, Whichever one you like best, you know, as I always try to say, uh, whichever part of the segment you find or episode you find more important, you know, that's what's one, you know what I'm saying? Either or. But, you know what I'm saying, tonight is, uh, we're going to keep it going with another series of our smaller episodes. I try to name it, uh, still th- thinking of the name for it, so, you know what I'm saying, think maybe like, uh, quick sessions or something like that, something, I'm still thinking of the name for it, folks. But, uh, tonight for the short episode, we're going to be talking about something that I'm sure everybody seen come across their TV screens, uh, early in the evening today, uh, and I'm talking about the Carson Wentz trade. Of course, you know, we all know the trade uh, included Carson Wentz going to the Colts. I'm just going to discuss a little bit about the trade just so far as the details and stuff like that. And, and just a little bit of my thoughts on the trade and stuff like that. Of course, we already knew this was going to happen, you know what I'm saying, with the coaching change and stuff like that. It just seemed like the Eagles just needed a, a full revamp of the team just so far as the heads of the team uh yeah, uh, pretty much of a revamp. Uh, I'm talking about the head coach, of course. You know, Doug P, and your star quarterback at the time, which is Carson Wentz. So, you know, with both both gone, I do see next season being uh, a season of pretty much just trying to get it together for the Eagles with your head of your team uh, and your head coach being gone. So, uh, I think it'll be pretty much so far as a rough year. Uh, I'm gonna just try to discuss. The money, money just so far as a little bit, so far as inside this trade. Of course, we already know Wentz was on the extension, just like the golf deal. He had got just received an extension. That's what influenced the golf deal. But uh, Wentz had received his extension for four years, $128 million. Of course, he got majority of that guaranteed, and the rest of it he would be been have to pay out throughout, you know what I'm saying, the seasons that he had signed throughout the four years. Uh but I'm going to just talk about a little bit what, you know what I'm saying, within the deal. The Colts received uh, two draft picks, uh, the 58th draft pick to be uh, to be exact of this year that's coming up, and next year a potential first-round draft pick. And I say potential first-round draft pick because it's a lot that goes within the pick, just so the uh, trade so far as, you know what I'm saying, in order for it to eventually turn out to be a draft pick, Wentz has to play at least 70%, which, and well, they stated 75% of next year's snaps, you know what I'm saying, 75 is, you know what I'm saying, that's pretty much stating that they have an opportunity to play in the playoffs, so they really, the Colts are really betting off of, off. you know what I'm saying, pretty much seeing if, if he's going to be worth anything before, you know, they, uh, you know what I'm saying, before that, that goes into play. So, you know what I'm saying, that way they're not just losing out because, of course, they lost some money in this circumstance. The Eagles lost a lot of money, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, $33 million in dead money So for the Eagles. Uh, but, you know what I'm saying, like I said, the contract itself is, is a little intriguing, you know what I'm saying, just off the two picks that they gave up in the circumstances of the picks. So, uh, but I think one of the things that influenced the team 
that he went to just so far as the coach is just so far as uh the OC right now and which is Frank Rich, you know what I'm saying? He had he did play with Wentz his first year that he had came into the league, one of his better years, uh so far as playing within his five years that he's played so far. So, you know, um a lot of people think that maybe getting him back with that that same person who worked with him in that early year would, would turn out to be, you know what I'm saying, would create a better turnout. Also just so far as some of the things that the coach have already in play that, you know what I'm saying, he'll be, he, he's, it's not like he's going to a, a, a bad team, you know what I'm saying? Protection wise is a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? The offensive line for the coach, you know, you got almost like three all-stars on this, on that all-stars, but you got no three pole bowlers on that team. So, you know, uh, you're getting a chance to be protected a little bit more. Uh, coach receivers, you know, you you got a few that stand out, and I'm in well, I mean one as in Ty, who's been there for a minute, been doing this thing for a minute there. But you know, you got some other players that are coming up on that team. But you know, it's just so far as them being some uh, creative or exploding duo. At one point, you know, what I'm saying Ty did have Moncrief, you know, what I'm saying, and they was becoming somewhat of a duo. But you know, Moncrief kept dealing with a lot of injuries and stuff like that. But just on the receiver end, you know what I'm saying, a little bit more solid receivers than I would say the Eagles at the time right now, outside of the tight end. Uh, right outside of the tight end, yeah, for the Eagles. You know what I'm saying, a lot of questions out there. But, you know, just as far as the team swap, uh, also defense, you know what I'm saying, Coast defense, pretty good defense right now. Eagles got a good defense, but, you know what I'm saying, uh, with Carson Wentz having a lot of turnovers last year, the only thing that would hurt that defense is, you know what I'm saying, him bringing that same atmosphere into the Coast locker room just so far as the turnovers because, you know, last year he did have uh, 16, in, well, 15 interceptions, which, you know what I'm saying, was – <clears throat> pretty high up there, which placed him at 34th amongst all quarterbacks and stuff like that that played throughout the season. And that's pretty bad. Uh, but uh, do I believe he's going to play a little bit better? Hmm. I think, you know what I'm saying, the person being with somebody, and you know what I'm saying, and a lot of times that do help if, you know what I'm saying, they try to influence your play style just so far if you have a certain play style and they do encourage that and influence that and they can, you know what I'm saying, put together some play calls that help you out with that. So that does play a big part in it. But, you know what I'm saying, I do believe that a lot of the slackness is going to just, you know what I'm saying, Carson wins gameplay. And, I think a lot of things that was causing him issues and that caused him, that put him in this situation, you know what I'm saying, are still going to haunt him when he gets to this next team just so far as, you know, uh, I understand getting with somebody and then putting you in a perfect, a, a better situation, but, you know what I'm saying, your gameplay, you got to evolve to a lot of different things too. You got to learn to get the ball quicker out of your hands and uh, using more of your offense outside of just, you know, the tight end and the running back when you feel like a little bit of pressure is on you. So that's something that he'll have to work on a lot. Uh, always expecting a big pass down the field. That's something you got to work on, especially with these receivers he's about to get. You know what I'm saying? He's not going to have the opportunity to just, you know what I'm saying, want, always want that big play. So he's going to have to really learn to scan the field and get the ball out of his hands at different times, you know what I'm saying, feel the pressure and stuff like that, and not just make crazy plays when he does feel the pressure. So I do think maybe, you know what I'm saying, Rich would be able to help him out with that. But then again, 
You know what I'm saying? I think, you know, some of that is a mindset. You was also just placed in a situation where you was the first round pick when you did get with this person. So, you know what I'm saying? Your confidence level is at an all-time high. Though, you know what I'm saying, I feel like that wasn't his rookie season, although he did get hurt. Wasn't his best season. I think his best season was the 2019 season where he had 4,000 yards passing. I mean, best season so far as passing quarterback-wise. You know what I'm saying? We try to label quarterbacks off their arms. So, you know, his passing, his best passing would have been his 2019 season. But maybe he he can, you know what I'm saying, get with this coach team. Like I say, they have a lot better protection and all that. So, you know what I'm saying, give him a chance to get that together and try to turn this thing around for him. Like I say, he's been in in the in the league right now five five years so uh with a total of sixteen thousand passing yards uh hundred and thirteen touchdowns uh his turnover his turnovers is crazy that's why I say he had to try to it's a mindset thing because he's at fifty interceptions right now uh thirty seven fumbles you know what I'm saying so far the turnover machine he has been that and you know uh I'm Hoping that he does come out here and change things around just so far as all the things that's placed in his position for him with the coach. Uh, of course, you know, the coach still haven't, you know, you know what I'm saying, put all belief in Brissett, you know, because, you know what I'm saying, I still think that Brissett alone, you know what I'm saying, my opinion, I think they could have just got him together and, you know what I'm saying, continue to work with him and get him together. Just, you know, they in the same draft class. You know, just so far as play-wise. And you know Brissett, I mean, he took you to the playoffs one year. You know what I'm saying? So, I think you just got to continue to build off of him. So, continue to overlook him on the team. That's one of the issues I did have with the trade just so far as you got you lost your uh, one quarterback. I'm speaking on the coast. You know, you get your quarterback retires. Why? I, I don't know why you felt like Fibber Rivers gave you the best chance to go to the Super Bowl, but... In that time, the front office felt that he did give him a great chance. But in my opinion, I already knew sidewind, side on Phillip, you know what I'm saying, in big games, he just can't come through. And and the and the years have proved that, you know what I'm saying, a lot of times, you know, front offices feel like things can change, but you know, history, you know what I'm saying, continues to be right. But uh we're discussing Carson Wentz at the moment. So, um, uh, if the coach do feel like, you know what I'm saying, his performance isn't too well, then you like, you know, that trade that they officially go that officially goes to the Eagles, I'm sure it'll be changed switched up a little bit just so far as which round they will be willing to give up just off the fact that it didn't turn out too well for them and the fact that they are doing the Eagles a, a big big favor right now just so far as taking somebody off their hands that they pretty much seem to be stuck with just so far off contract-wise. Uh, but, you know, like I was saying, if if the coach do feel that he doesn't come out and help them out too much, you know, uh, for the year right now, you'll be only be paying him, what, like $25.4 million for this upcoming season, and then in 2022, he'll be making $20 million. Uh, also, you know, in 2022, just like the golf contract, uh, it's a little bit more affordable just so far as to release them and get rid of them just so far as if you don't see a future with them. Because, you know, in 2022, you have the teams have the option to opt out of the contract. And the fact that there'll be $53 million in two years left on the contract, you know, so 
you know, I do feel like if he does play a little bit better, of course, they'll up that a little bit more and add probably another year or two. They feel like he his play is somewhat good, but I think they're going to play the long game just so far as I always see what it's looking like after this year. And I think they'll really make some decisions after this year just so far that 2022 not pretty much trying to hold on to that contract just so far as money-wise and try to see if they can get something better. But I, in my opinion, I think that they should just stop overlooking Brissett. You know what I'm saying? Give him a chance. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but, you know, uh, the fact, you know what I'm saying, the reason for all this, for some of the people that don't know, you know, Wentz pretty much last year had a terrible year so far as his his out of all the five years he had been playing uh just seemed like confidence was low like i was saying he seemed he wanted to make a lot of big plays but didn't pretty much have the receivers to do so of course you know what i'm saying a lot of receivers being out and in and out stuff like that deshaun jackson of course uh they still felt that or uh, still was banking money on him being that take the top off receiver but that's not the case uh Alshon just seemed to kind of disappear in the last few years with Wentz under the quarter on the quarterback, and I think a lot of that is because you know uh, he feels so comfortable with throwing to the tight ends that you know what I'm saying I think that's just his go-to now. So that's why I say uh, Rich Rich coach for coach for the Colts is gonna have a lot of work to do just as far as trying to reverse a lot of things that he's become comfortable with. Uh, the last game he played for the Eagles, uh, you know what I'm saying, was the 12th game of the season. Uh, that was the game against the Washington Redskins. That was his last game. They had lost that game 27-17 to 17 at that time. The team, it felt like they had just had enough. He was on that uh, 2,600 passing yards, which was 25th in the league. 20th in the league at touchdowns, which was at 16th. Uh, like I say, he had 15 interceptions. So, turnover-wise, he was he – was, he was leading at one thing, but not something you really want to lead at if you're a quarterback. Um, also, you know, said just so far as what I expect from the Eagles end of it, you know, I think that they're going to go with Jalen Hurts, of course, now he that he's the front runner just so far as starting quarterbacks because he did finish out the season. You got a new coach, new, uh, new quarterback pretty much, uh, he gets to go in the season with her, see what they do. I do believe that with one of these picks that they do have in this upcoming draft, they may draft a quarterback just off the fact because, you know, a lot of coaches, when they do are, when they are placed in new head coaching jobs, they like to try to get guys that fits in that system. A lot of times, you know what I'm saying, unless you got a, a phenomenal player, a transcendent player, you're not going to really want to just come in and just keep it going with this player Unless, you know what I'm saying, like I say, he is a magnificent player. So, I think, you know what I'm saying, the upcoming draft, they might try to go after a different type of quarterback just to have in their pocket, just so far as if they don't see Hurts as the guy. Because, you know what I'm saying, a lot of issues I still see with Hurts, just like I seen in Alabama. And you're thinking of another guy who lost his job at, at another school and went somewhere else, you know what I'm saying, because they felt like his performance wasn't that was up to par. So, you know, he had he was Wentz before Wentz, you know what I'm saying, I guess, from college. But moving on, uh, he still got a lot of stuff to work on just so far as passing-wise, seeing the field. Uh, and I just think his arm power just really isn't there. Uh, 
just so far as I'm speaking about this league. Of course, when you go to Oklahoma, everything just seems wide open just off the fact that, you know what I'm saying, all the receivers that's come through Oklahoma now uh, and them being able to make plays after the catch and off the fact of the conference you're playing in, which literally has no defense and it's a conference full of, you know what I'm saying, offensive explosion. So that's one that's one factor to that. But, you know what I'm saying, uh, season-wise overview, I'm not really going to give too much of an overview of either either team's season because, you know what I'm saying, you never know uh, what could happen in the next few months. You know what I'm saying? A lot of draft picks can change the outcome of that. A lot of other trades can change the outcome of uh, my overview, so I'm not going to try to give too much of what I think is going to happen in the next few. Like all the other trades and deals that's being done right now in the league, they're not really official till March 17th, so uh, you know, maybe still some time for some somebody to think some think about some stuff. So, uh, but I do want to make this quick mention. I'm gonna make this quick mention. Now, I said this in one other segment. I mentioned the fact that Carson Wentz and Jerry Goff would not win a Super Bowl for the teams they have been playing for at the moment, and that 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 case is true now because neither one of them is playing for the team their own. So, with another thing being said about that also, these quarterbacks in that 2016 draft class, whew, man, really haven't been up to par. Uh, Some folks still need some work. Some of them still out here. But I'm going to try to just go over that draft class real fast. Uh, The 2016 draft class, and I'm just discussing quarterbacks, um, I'm going to try to go over it real fast. You got Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, uh, Heckenberg. Remember Heckenberg? <laughs> John Stick Heckenberg. Uh, Brissett was in that draft class, like I had mentioned earlier. Uh, Cody Kessler, Connor Cook, Dak Prescott. Uh, and I will keep Dak Prescott in that conversation of me saying that that draft class had some issues just off the fact that what was one of the main things that, you know what I'm saying, that going through right now, his contract situation, Dallas still don't feel like that he can, you know what I'm saying, take the team over the top. He is a great player. Don't get me wrong. He plays big in, in moments. Uh, in certain bigger moments, he plays a little bit smaller. Now, uh, this past season before the injury, you know what I'm saying, one of Dallas' biggest issues was being able to come out and start a game, getting points on the board and stuff like that. But if you're a quarterback, you're a leader and stuff like that, that should not be an issue, you know what I'm saying, especially if you know how to get the job done because, you know what I'm saying, the same spirit and same mentality and all that you came out with in the second half when y'all decided to switch everything around, you could have had in the first to start games off. Also, you know what I'm saying, the certain playoff games that they had lost already previously while he was there and other games that they felt in other seasons that they were like 8-8 eight and eight continuously with him under quarterback. So with that being said, of course, I still put him in, this, in, that, in that list. Okay, I'm going to continue on with the quarterbacks. You got Cordell Jones, uh, Kevin Hogan, Nate Sudfield, Jake Rudock, Jeff Driscoll, Brandon Allen, Paxton Lynch. Those are the names that was in that 2016 draft class. And like I say, that draft class, just as far as quarterbacks, needed a lot of work. Of course, there was a lot of other, other talent, great talent that came out of that draft class outside of the quarterback position. But... Just so to speak about the quarterback position, uh, that draft class outside of Dak Prescott is has been or is on the move. 
you know what I'm saying, and isn't really starting off with its original team. And from the looks of it, Dak Prescott may not be with his team, you know what I'm saying, after this year neither. So that may be another trade that we're discussing so, so far as the quarterbacks. But, you know what I'm saying, just so far as everything, that's just going to wrap it up just so far as uh, the quick podcast, quick session, quick bit, quick piece. I, I'm still, like I said, I'm still thinking of a name for it. But uh, that's just going to wrap it up. Like I said, I got some more stuff coming for you guys, a few more of these uh, smaller episodes. I do got some regular episodes also still going coming coming to you guys with some guests. Uh, of course, you know what I'm saying, I'm having my boy Big Sco on a few more times. Uh, uh, and a few other new... A few other more people, you know what I'm saying, I'll have some new faces on here, try to get some popular faces on here uh, and stuff like that for you guys, you know what I'm saying, try to give their opinions and stuff like that. So, you know, I love try to have different people try to have their different opinions and stuff like that so we can try to give you guys a lot of different views of, you know what I'm saying, the topics and stuff like that I try to discuss. But uh, just something is so far is coming up for the next episodes, I do got... Uh, full episode coming up next to you, for you. Um, like I say, uh, that one's going to be pretty much uh, consistent of the WNBA just so far as the, all the draft trades and stuff that's that's going on right now. A lot of the crazy things going on with the draft, uh, not draft, but trades just so far as WNBA. You got Candace Parker just left, you know what I'm saying, L.A., just went to Chicago. So, you know what I'm saying, a lot of, a lot, a lot of stuff coming. So, you know what I'm saying, uh, like always, you know, I want to thank all of those who are out there listening and supporting this No Competition, No Competitors movement. We try to bring some big things to the world, reach everyone we can with this health and wellness segment. Uh, the world has already woken up better to better eating habits. We're just here to keep it inexpensive and keep you consistent. So, you know what I'm saying? Like always, I want to thank everybody who's out there listening. You know, we're trying to make this uh, No Comp Podcast number one on Podomatic number one in the world, you know what I'm saying, like, all, you can catch it on any, all different types of avenues, you know, just so far as anywhere you can uh, listen to a podcast, you can catch it on there, all you really got to do is type in the no comp, uh, if you have having issues finding it, just typing that in, just type in the no competition, no competitors, I'm, you're sure to find it, typing that in right there, so, you know, uh, check out this episode and many, many more, you know what I'm saying, on the no comp page, you know what I'm saying? That's the no comp podomatic page, no comp .com. Once again, that's no comp .com. And I want to thank you guys again. And we out.